Hi, this is Olivia Cook. And I'm Amber Duffney. And this is The Empowered Woman. Badass and unfiltered. My co-host Amber and I created this podcast to highlight the badass women we know and love. We did this with the goal of empowering women and supporting each other on the journey of life and business. We show women that they can still be a badass, make a difference in the world, leave a legacy, all while rocking their femininity. Now let's dive in. Hello, hello, everybody. It's Amber Duffney with The Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered. In our podcast today, I'm chatting with the amazing Ashley Colvin, who's a a friend of mine, and I feel blessed to call her a friend and an associate. She's also a coach as well. Ashley is an associate certified coach, actually, um, which means she has lots of hours of coaching experience. She's an energy leadership index master practitioner, say that five times fast. She's originally from Minnesota, but currently traveling the country with her family in their RV for the year. She recently founded Road Families and is inspiring others to live simply, free, and hit the road with their families. She shares her family's adventure on her blog and on Facebook. Ashley's all about physicality in nature and believes that it is a backdoor into deeper consciousness and connection with others, ourselves, and the earth. So thank you so much for being here, Ashley. Hey, thanks. I'm excited. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, So we were going to get together last week and you actually had the the vid, (laughs) but I'm so glad that the vid, the COVID. So glad you're feeling better. Um, and uh, we were talking about just before I hit record how, you know, your your symptoms weren't as bad as your husband. So or didn't last as long or whatnot. So that's always that's always good. <laughs> but isn't always like a man cold like death anyway, don't they? <laughs> I don't know. I think you're, there's definitely something to that. Yes. But I'm thankful <laughs> settled for the last couple of months and we haven't actually traveled you know outside when we got it which is super weird right because you feel like you're more Mm. around but really we've been in the same spot for like a month or two now yeah yeah it's weird it's gonna come when it's gonna come I guess so yeah so thanks for being here I'm glad you're feeling better and um tell our listeners a little bit about what sparked this huge life life change because you guys you know, you packed up and, and you bought an RV and I think you sold your home and, and like, tell us about how that, like what sparked that? Yeah. Um, it's so funny. Cause you know, when I knew we were going to be chatting, I was like, oh, I should probably think back to how this began, which was a really awesome reflection memory for me. And, uh, this mm. all happened, you know, my husband was a manager at a camp in Minnesota. And part of the perk of that position was that we lived on camp property. Um, Mm. And with COVID happening, uh, he ended up getting laid off. So we Mm. we were ready to move because they just kind of changed their policies. We were already ready to move um, and looking. But I think what what sparked this the most was um, him losing his job and then um, the pandemic, of course. So uh, when... COVID hit and we first started seeing more 
shutdowns, especially in schools. I have two young kids and um, I remember it was in March and we were out just for a walk around the camp property and I, I don't know what was going on. I was like kind of pissy and like, oh, just trying to make sense <laughs> of what was happening in the world, like so many people. And I was like, we should just yeah. get an RV and pack up and we can teach our kids and we can meet other families on the road. And it was like this whole big thing that I just kind of blurted out. And then um, my husband, Jason, looked at me like I was a little crazy. Um, and then we just kind of <laughs> shelved it for a while. Um, and then it right. really started picking back up again later in the summer after we had really been looking at places to move to, like houses. Um, right. And it just came back to like, well, how could this be better was the question we kept asking. And so it kind of snowballed from there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a big decision, right? But, you know, obviously it's one you guys made together and, you know, it's obviously a very scary decision to, to, you know, uproot your life, so to speak, and, and make this big change. So what has been the biggest blessings, I guess, that you've found from, you know, from making this change and, and doing this with your family. Oh, I love that. Um, like so many things. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, when we left Minnesota, we went uh, east and then down the east coast. And we're currently in Florida with my in-laws. And definitely yeah. like seeing different scenery. Um, like we've been staying mostly at state parks so we can be Right, have close access to nature, which is super important to us. Um, yeah. So seeing cool things, but also being together as a family has been really cool um, in terms of just quality time, but also seeing my kids experience something amazing and being there to witness it um, and challenging them in ways that are like calculated risks, like um, crossing a small creek over a log when it was wet. Um, just little things like that, that mm-hmm. helps them build, um, I don't know, confidence, but also like their actual physical strength and, uh, bring their energy. So absolutely. Was, yeah. Those kind of things have been really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, there, there obviously have been, have been challenges too. It, we'll come back to that in a sec, but what I'd love to know is what has been your experience? You know, tell me a little bit more about, I guess, the experience for your kids and, you know, how you've um, been educating them, like what that kind of looks like and how old are they again, Ashley? I know you've told me, but I forget. Yeah. Um, Max is seven and Beta is five. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So what has that been, experience been like, you know, tell us a little more about that. Yeah. That part of it. Um, well, you know, in March when I had this wild idea, right. Um, we, uh, they were already in virtual like distance learning. Um, and so Uh, my husband and I both have a lot of background in experiential education. So we've worked with kids, young adults, even adults out in the woods, um, you know, problem solving, like communication, team building, like all this stuff that are more kind of complex things to think about, but things that when you take them outside are really tangible and you can see the lesson and you can learn it in real life in real time. So we've taken a lot of, you know, age appropriate, like what our kids would be learning in their levels um, and just kind of brought it outside. And and we we have like a curriculum, like a, what do you call it? Homeschooling. (laughs) 
we have a homeschooling curriculum yeah. we like to use too, but we really love to bring those aspects like outdoors with us on our adventures. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes total sense. So on your average uh, week, um, if you can answer this, I mean, maybe it's kind of changes day by day, but like on your average week, how many, how much time would you actually spend like with doing like book work um, versus, you know, and an outdoor stuff? Yeah, it's a great question. Cause you're right. It totally depends on <laughs> like the week and where we are, but I would say we spend maybe two to three hours on like book work four days a week. Okay. But um, okay. a lot of times we're taking those skills like out on adventures, like, um, uh, you know, reading, like let's go hike and we'll practice our letters and reading the signs on our hiking trail or like direction right. and um, like compasses, like orienteering we are looking to get into uh, when we travel West soon. And then, um, I don't know, like, gen- like little elementary math stuff in terms of calculating distance on trails we're on, um, that kind of stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's funny that you say that because my son is just learning how to read. He's um, in grade one. We have, I think you guys call it kindergarten in the in the U.S., but it's called grade primary here in Canada. And it's basically when they're five, like the very first year. Um, so of course, you know, in his very first year when he would have been learning how to read, (laughs) the shit hit the fan with COVID. So, um, (laughs) he's still, you know, still learning how to read now uh, much more than, you know, he did last year. And he is constantly reading signs, you know, when we're in the car and we're just driving around and he'll read the sign and, and say, you know, you know, what does S-T-O-P spell? I mean, he knows that one now, but like, you know, and he'll read the sign for Lawton's drugstore. And, you know, so I love how that reaffirms, you know, to me that that is, that's learning just as much as, you know, being in front of a a screen or a book, right? Like doing that while you're out is, is one of the, one of the most one of the biggest benefits, I guess, of, of homeschooling, because you have such flexibility with how you can teach, which therefore gives your children flexibility in, you know, to, to learn in the ways that are best for them. Right. Totally. And I think I, there's something about like real skills. Um, I worked at a college for, with young adults with learning disabilities and a lot of mm-hmm. that whole, what, what we were teaching there was exactly that. Like, you can learn it in a book or you can learn it in real life and how this applies to you in the moment and having it, you know, whatever age you are is so much more powerful when you're doing it yourself and not necessarily reading it out of a book. Like I done this like yeah. at that school at environmental ed schools I worked at, um, like it was so much more powerful to get kids out of their books and into the classroom or <laughs> in the classroom. Yeah. <laughs> out of the classroom. I know what you mean. And into the actual like, being of it outside I'm very like passionate yeah I I, you know I agree and people talk about this and I guess they you know there's a saying that says you know people learn by doing and you know we we say that when it comes to you know adults but why can't that also be true for kids like kids learn by doing so yes you know 
you want to read to them and things like that, but getting them involved in that and the real world examples of how that fits into their life and how it will fit into their life as they grow is, um, is really powerful, I think. Yes, absolutely. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. So um, when it comes to, let's start with you and hubby. Like from an adult perspective, what has been the biggest challenges or struggles that you found? And from that, what have you learned about yourself? Yes. Ourselves. That's a great question. <laughs> um, let's say the the main one that is kind of always present is just how we're each experiencing this. Like we're on this together, but our experience of it is different. Um, Mm. I am an extrovert, love being around people, love connecting and talking and all this. My husband is an introvert. Um, He is very happy just being with our little family um, on Mm. the road. And it has been quite the challenge for me to feel that connection. Um, of course I have it with my family, but uh, beyond that, like yeah. I need more of that with more people that like light me up and spark me and like want to have fun. Um, and so that's affected a bit as to where we choose to go and stay. Um, mm-hmm. And in all honesty, like he planned this whole first part. Cause I was like, Oh, what are we doing? This is crazy. <laughs> And he's awesome. <laughs> so he just like kind of took the reins, which I really appreciate and uh, got us set up. And um, yeah, so it's definitely been a challenge in terms of like what we prefer and how we gain energy. And um, for me, the lack of connection has been really difficult at times. So, yeah, yeah. And that makes total sense. And I mean, you know, you may not you may have known that peripherally, but putting plunking yourself into this situation where you're, you know, the forced uh, nature of it, I think it really gives you that opportunity to understand yourself and your needs on a deeper level. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. When I think the other piece that takes that extrovert introvert thing even deeper is this idea of freedom. Um, and how mm. to find freedom is totally different. So he's like, yeah, is, I'm off the grid. No one can get a hold of me. Um, I love being with my family. Um, and for me, freedom to me is being able to talk to whoever, whoever I want to, whenever I want to. And then, of course, with my parents, right. like if I don't have some sort of way to contact people or be in touch, um, that makes it really difficult for me to do what I love to do. So we each kind of had, I don't know, check in on our definitions of freedom and we're learning how to come together now and figure out what would be best for both of us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, this is obviously going through these challenges and learning so much about yourselves and each other is, is definitely going to be making your relationship and your family stronger. There's no question. Right. Yeah. Um, what I, what I'd like to know, too. And, and I think our listeners would love to know is, you know, what has been, I mean, your kids are young, five and seven, right? So they may not articulate like an adult would, but tell us what's been, you know, the things that they've said that they love the most and maybe what's been challenging or difficult for them from their perspective, from, you know, what they've said to you and your hubby. Yeah. Um, 
they, you know, every place we go to, we've been really intentional about seeing something really cool, <laughs> like something that's not what we can see in Minnesota, uh, something none of us have right. been to before typically. Um, for example, mm-hmm. on our way down to Florida right now, we stopped at like Indiana Dunes, like sand dunes, and they were like huge sand dunes on the south part of Lake Michigan, and that was mind blowing. And Stone Mountain, very cool. In uh, where was that? North Carolina, uh, Table Rock in South Carolina. Um, so they they're loving seeing all the different, um, I guess, physical environments and like nature. Like they mm-hmm. love hiking. Um, they love being outside more and not necessarily inside or like in a classroom. Um, but conversely, like they mm-hmm. do miss their friends. So the challenge is, you know, missing friends and having that social piece, which I'm blessed to have children that are not only siblings, but they really like each other and they play really well together. Um, yes, that that's definitely a blessing. <laughs> that's <yeah>. something my <laughs> kids struggle with is getting along. <laughs> yeah, I know. And my father-in-law pointed it out the other day and I'm like, yeah, you're totally right. Like they just love and like each other. And how cool is that? But um, I'd say the other <clears throat> couple other pieces that have been challenging are like them missing our house. And of course, we were going to move anyway, right. um, but it's a pretty big jump from our yeah. two bedroom house at camp to this barely over 200 square foot RV. <laughs> um, and we have yeah. two kitties that were not happy about the RV. We tried everything we could to help them. Um, but they're yeah. staying with, uh, my, my parents now. So until we get yeah. back and that's been really hard because we right. need them, of course. So. Yes. Oh my goodness. I have two cats too. Yes. I, that would be, pets are part of our family. So of course that, you know, that's tough. Yes, totally. Well, we, and our dog is with us. So that luckily that worked out and our dog's awesome. She yeah. It. <laughs> but the dogs are... <laughs> Yeah, cats uh, in travel aren't aren't necessarily as compatible as dogs in travel. Dogs don't care where they are as long as they're with their people. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh man, I wish it would have worked out to bring our cats, but it's probably it's best yeah. for all of us. But we'll see them eventually. So. Yeah. Sometimes you know. We Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so, I'd love to know what you know what advice or, you know, you know, wisdom, wisdom nuggets you'd like to share with anybody who's considering something like this and, you know, what things that they may want to think about ahead of time, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, there's definitely, I think the biggest piece is I, I have people all the time say like, oh, it's awesome. You're on vacation all the time. And hmm. the reality is this is not a vacation. <laughs> like, um, it is no. much more of a lifestyle change. Um, so first of all, like that would be one of the biggest things that t- is to step into it as a, you're moving into a new lifestyle, not a, we're traveling. Woo. <laughs> and with that comes right. like, you know, we donated a ton of stuff to Goodwill. We stored a few things. Um, we left our furniture at the camp with permission. Um, there was no right reason for any of it. So then you're tapping into this whole idea of what do I really need right now? And what can I just release? Mm. Um, you know, cause I don't know about you, but I have this thing where I'm like, 
I might need that someday. So I like hang on to it. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're speaking my language. Mary, what's her name? Marie Kondo or whatever. Oh, Kondo. No, you're right. Kondo. She would not approve. (laughs) No. No. She helped so much. Like her philosophy and me getting ready for this move. Cause it was like, we got Mm -hmm. rid of so much and to donate it and to just give it to like friends we knew that could use it. Like, so it was really difficult, but it also, you know, part of my whole mission is this like living simply. Right. So how much do I really need all that? Again, I would say we still have too much. Like we have too many clothes. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, right. Yeah. I mean, those are the biggest things is recognizing it's a lifestyle and really having to adjust everything that is your current truth into like a completely new reality and then continuing to like pivot and adjust and still get rid of things on, you know, all the time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Um, As far as anyone who's looking at doing something like this and, you know, planning on doing the, you know, you said homeschooling, I want, I'm going to call it world schooling because, you know, you're traveling at the same time. What would you, what advice would you give to parents on preparing their kids for it and, you know, preparing themselves to deal with the the challenges that their kids may have? That's that's a great question. Um, A lot of what we did before we left was talk about what we are excited about seeing. Um, We have this awesome Mm -hmm. United States puzzle um, and we put the puzzle together and we'd talk about different like cool things to see in different states. And, you know, we're, you know, we're blessed to have friends all over the country. So we can also stop in and say hi to people, of course, if they're comfortable with the whole COVID situation, um, which everyone has said, yes, right. so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we did yeah. a lot of like front loading in terms of excitement on what, you know, we wanted to see uh, what it would mean for yeah. the school year and how that would change. Um, and then it's also just being just being really honest with them in that, you know, it, it isn't going to be easy. It's new for all of us and we're going to work together. Um, I think it's I'm very transparent with my kids and um, letting them know that, you know, even though it will be an adventure, like adventures aren't always easy. So just being upfront and right. checking in with how they're feeling and then validating those feelings because they're always right if that's what they're feeling. Absolutely. I, you know, it's so funny. I, I, I just literally did a video yesterday live. I don't know if you caught it, but I, three, I was talking about three ways to validate your kids. Oh, that's awesome. Because, awesome. It. yeah, validating, acknowledging and validating is one of the, you know, one of the first skills we learn in, in coach training. Mm-hmm. But it is a skill that every single person can use to deepen their relationships with their kids, with their family, with their coworkers, with anyone, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's, it is, you know, definitely uh, a life skill that everybody can benefit from. So yeah, validating their feelings through all, all of it, I think that is absolutely really great advice as well. Um, so I guess the last thing I would ask is, if you were to do this again, what might you, what might you change in the way that you've set it up, or or is there anything that you would change? 
Um, you know, I probably would get a bigger RV <laughs> for a lot more. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is fine. But I mean, it's like really small. So it's, um, it was difficult to find space when we were still in the north and couldn't spend as much time outside because it was like late fall. Um, you know, in Minnesota, right. we had snow in October. So um, oh, God. it was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but um, so that, but then I I would, the other change and that I'm making now too, going forward, because we've been here with mm-hmm. my in-laws for two months and we're going to be heading west in the next couple of weeks. But uh, I want to be more involved with the planning. I think I was kind of like flipped out. Like I was still working, but, and had stuff going on, but I was so really flipped out about this whole idea and um, knowing what I know now and what we learned about our different definitions of freedom and what we really need to feel our best. um, I plan to be more involved in this next leg of the whole trip in terms of planning where we are, making sure we have reception (laughs) and I can uh, talk to people outside of my family. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that, you know, I would say that that'd be great advice to give to anyone looking at this is looking at this is making sure that, you know, both adults who are, you know, in charge of the family are looking at planning all the details together, right? Mm -hmm. So that everybody's needs are getting met in the best way possible. Yes. I love that. And it's it, like you said, you know, that your needs are met from what you know, but then it's like, I totally glamorized this whole thing and thought it was going to be this like fairy tale sort of situation. Um, and now like the right. reality of it is that it's really hard. So being more involved from an intentional space and not just kind of coasting or relying on my husband to do stuff. <laughs> like it's really important right. to be more involved and, uh, now that I see the reality of everything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That makes total sense. Well, thank you so much, Ashley, for sharing, you know, all this wonderful information and, and, you know, your experiences are going to inspire others. I'm sure who are considering this sort of lifestyle change. Um, If you want to, if someone wants to reach out to you, I think we had said the best way to reach out to you is through Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Ashley B. Colvin (laughs) and just send me a message. Right. Happy to connect. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I will post in the show notes, the, uh, just the link to, to your Facebook profile so that, uh, that people can reach out and, and you post, um, on a blog, but you basically share all that to Facebook as well. Yeah. I do. Yes. And then the link to the blog is on my Facebook, but everything I, I put them in both places. So yeah. Right. Right. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thanks again so much. I am looking forward to, to hear, you know, chatting with you again, uh, you know, maybe in six months time to see what other new things you've learned and, and, you know, what's, what's come of, you know, come from from this and the opportunities and and the growth and stuff. Yeah. I'd love that. I'm like, where am I going to be in six months? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Ashley. And as I said, I will post the link to reach Ashley in the show notes and for 
now we will say goodbye and have an amazing day, you guys, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Empowered Woman podcast, Badass and Unfiltered. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe. For guest opportunities, you can email us at theempoweredwomanpodcast at gmail.com, also linked in the description below. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.